Hey Zambro fans, Rouse Twice, I'm back here for yet another wonderful week of Zambro's action! Oh, I'm actually using my green screen for the first time. I don't know why I never used it, because I'm, I'm a scum, I guess. I don't know. I'm dumb. Johnny, just this endless list, like, I just upgraded to, like, trying to get PC gameplay, and John's like, Reed, are you, do you know how far behind you are on this? I'm, it's just, these things weren't, like, valuable to me. I don't know, it just never clicked. But I'm joined by my wonderful co-host, Johnny J25. How's it going? Um... You're not green screened on my end. That's oh, no, yeah. No. Talk about today. We're going to be talking about that blog post that Treyarch ended up posting. Discuss. Blog. Oh, God. Redundant. Read is redundant. Discussing the absolute zero event that is going on. So, not DLC one, but Operation Absolute Zero. And we actually ha heard some zombie updates. We have articles discussing how we can buy Call of Duty Black Ops 4 without zombies for $30. Those are probably going to be the bulk of our conversation this is, today. This is this to me is I think the biggest thing. You know, I even I, I titled my I titled my stream today. This is really bad news for zombies. Oh. And it is really bad news for zombies that they're selling that for thirty bucks. We'll get into that though. But before yeah. we do, I think we have some quick updates we want to give. Mm -hmm. First off, to the patrons. Last yep. month we did do a patron phone call, and uh, this was my fault totally my mistake where uh, we had it scheduled for a day mm -hmm. and then reed hit me up and he's like yeah john you already do this call and i'm like oh fuck i'm in the library studying for an exam right now um so what we're doing instead just to make up for it is we're going to do two calls this month uh the dates for that will be announced soon and then um my posters are probably going out tomorrow. Reed, do you have any updates? Most of the posters have been uh, out. The sale ends December 11th. I'm slow to my 25% off Patreon code that I'm uh, meant to post, so I will get that up hopefully after this show. It's just, once again, amazing how it never stops. It's so fast, the entertainment industry and the YouTube stuff. It seems like since I got out of school, I don't even notice it because I'm still working so many stupid hours. I, I don't know how I did school and YouTube at the same time. It, it really is ridiculous what do, you mean? What, do you mean? what do you mean it's so fast like time's going so yeah fast. i can't believe it's december it doesn't make yeah, any I'll sense tell to you me this 2018 is pretty much over yeah and and i'm not sure really what i accomplished this year <laughs> well that's a little more depressing than oh uh, i'll tell you this sombros <laughs> made great strides in yes it did that is fair sombros definitely progressed as a show and that was one mm -hmm. of the things i set out like in my in my goals for 2018 mm -hmm. um revamping zombros was definitely one of them and zombros has done a lot this year um so that's pretty dope that but is beyond that like i'm still sporadically uploading mm. um i don't really have any new projects in the works yeah i, I have that's all right yeah yeah it is all right john because that's next year's gonna exactly that's exactly <laughs> perfect um I do want to point out what Patreon rank is the call for. Jack Grills asking John, what what rank is that? Is that is ultra that rare. Ultra, ultra rare rank? Ultra rare and premise get access to the call. Yes, and, and so, uh, yeah. So we're we'll probably do one like next week, and then another yep. one like a week later. Yep. Um, it's pretty chill. Two this month. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's fun. We usually get in there for a half an hour to an hour and just shoot the shit on mm -hmm. whatever. Yeah, it's fun. It's like having a live Zombros where you can talk. Yeah, it's great. It's absolutely wonderful. But we also don't have the angry internet to try and criticize everything we're doing in this call. We can actually just have fun and maybe even, you know, derail and talk about video games. Uh, before we get into the topics as well, I do want to send condolences or our best wishes towards. I don't know if yeah, well, it's towards his house, though. No, no one is, which is the best news ever. Like, but it's still, you, think, you have think, grief over losing. It's his first house. 
I mean, he bought his first house coming out of college. I was wondering, that, college. Is, did, he, did he own that house? Or did he? Yep. Ah, uh, that yep. sucks. Yes, he did. I don't know if he's renting, like, had mortgaged it, but he 100%, he owns that. He bought that just as he got married, and we're talking about Noah J. Um, we're, we wish you all the best if you need you should, absolutely you anything, I don't Noah. Think, I, don't think he's, I don't think you even said what happened. Yes, I'm getting into it. I'm getting into it. So, Noah J., uh, his house was actually struck by lightning. It did not burn down like many people uh, are spreading right now, but there was a fire inside his attic from a lightning strike. It caused all sorts of issues in his house, and it's not currently living. And it's going to take anywhere from approximately, from what I understood, three to six months to get his house going. And you don't just take three to six months off from YouTube, which is, you know, that's his livelihood. And you can tell it's uh, it's scary. It's really something that is uh, tough to experience. And I think right now, uh, I think... That well, he's part of a hundred ninjas or a thousand ninjas is. I think it's hundred hundred thieves. Hundred thieves. Oh Jesus, Reed. <laughs> I'm, I'm getting like my dad. No, no, I can't remember words. A hundred thieves. I think they've reached out. I know he had friends out there. I I don't know if the Rooster Teeth has re- reached out. He used to be with them, but he has people down in Texas, and of course Boogie Boys, and everybody's offering Noah all sorts of uh, help. And Zombros is no different, but I imagine the people closest to him are going to be able to help him out better. But if you need any back-end stuff, again, Noah, I'll reiterate, happy for EE for C or anything you need. Both me and John would be happy to help. Uh, We're so happy that both Moose and uh, your wonderful wife are all safe. And hopefully you guys will have housing and everything will get together and work out for the best. He does have insurance, so the good news is... um, the, he's not going to be crunched for money. Noah made a point to say, instead of making a GoFundMe for Noah, donate to charity. Take your money and repurpose it towards a charity. Uh, and I think that's where we will probably leave that for this week. Seriously, we wish you all the best, Noah. I hope everything goes well. And uh, hopefully you can have a Merry Christmas and a Happy Holidays, despite this very unfortunate event. Mm-hmm. Best of luck. It's it's a shame what happens. It's, it's tough because... I mean, you got to think about like when a when a house takes on damage like that, you probably got to redo all the electrical, mm-hmm. the walls. like like you're basically starting from scratch. That's some that's basically oh. like saying put your life on hold for three to four months. Yeah, seeing he tough. he took footage of it, it was tough to watch. Especially, yeah, I was, I was watching. Oh. I was watching it. It looked. Oh, walking through your house like that—that's just the sentimental like grief especially, you feel especially around this especially this time of year with your first house mm-hmm. it's gonna be your first christmas with the first christmas with your wife and you have your brand new puppy that's really tough that's why you know when i hear people kind of criticize like, ah, noah's got money fuck him he doesn't it's like well, dude noah, it's, noah, might, noah might have money but that's irrelevant yeah this is because it's, like, it's 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 not about the money anymore it's about no. the time it's about the memories it's yeah about, like i think i think i read on twitter that um EE for C probably will have to just be put on the back burner because of this. And yeah, yeah. How can you plan such a big event when you have to kind of rebuild everything? Yeah. Not to mention, it's the things that you lose that you can't replace with money. Like yeah. I know he mentioned that he lost a lot of family photos. Mm-hmm. Just that's um, heartbreaking. His hard drives were destroyed. Um, you, think, you can have all the money in the world, but you can't get those back. So what are you gonna do? Exactly. So, yeah. That's that's so, tough. No, I'm sorry for what happened. And of course, if we can help in any way, we'd be happy to. Absolutely. All right. So let's turn this into more cheerful news. Treyarch finally responded. Will it be cheerful? <laughs> no, probably not. Um, Treyarch has a uh, tippity top blog. Thank you. Thank you guys for letting me know. 
Way to I, go, Reed. I muted my – the other scene didn't have a microphone. I had to add a microphone now because of the newest uh, OBS. So, yep, we, we got it. Okay, thank you. They were on top of that game. Thank you, chat. Wow. That's fantastic. All right, so I'll reiterate. I apologize for Johnny's stream. I'll have to reiterate for my stream. Um, now people are telling me you don't have sound. You don't have sound? Or me? I'm me. Or you? Oh, oh no, no. Oh, no, no. Now they're telling me to tell you that your sound is off. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay, we're okay. They can hear me now, right? Yes. Hello? You guys? Yeah, okay, they can hear yes, me now. Yes, yes, they can hear you. Okay. So Absolute Zero is what I'm saying. It believes multiplayer seems to be getting a brand new character. I forgot the name of her now. I'm so upset. The uh, She's the compound bow that she would use inside Black Ops 3. Do you remember her name? Hanzo. It's not Hanzo. God, you're, you're, you're memeing great right now, John. You're nailing it. It's not Hanzo. Hawkeye. What, not Hawkeye. Uh, Robin, Hood. Robin Hood. Still no. Still Legolas. no. No. God, you you got a whole arsenal. Holy I, Jesus. Characters who use Katniss. Both. Katniss Everdeen would have been the next Katniss one. Katniss Everdeen. That's, that's what I was hoping. You, that's the only one I could get off the top of my head. Uh, it looks like her, but I don't know if it's actually her. There's going to be a new specialist character, and I'm very curious to how she plays. Blackout is getting the Ultimus characters, so I might be doing some Blackout streams to try and get those. That might be really darn fun and give me an excuse to play Blackout. Uh, but here we go. Absol Operation Absolute Zero for our Zombies players. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Absolute Operation Absolute Zero Zombies, a.k.a. content we should have got on day one. <laughs> Thank you. That's a very, very good point uh, for this whole situation. And also, uh, Absolute Zero, I feel like that that's some... Um, Absolute Zero is, is cheesy as shit, but that's kind of what these are, right? Uh, yeah. The gimmicky, because like that's... I thought it was Absolute Zero because it's winter time and it's getting cold. Right, that but do they understand guess. that doesn't even work though? Because Absolute Zero is when molecules stop moving, so that like that's a whole nother can of worms. I don't know. It's super cold, where you don't understand cold. That that's I, like <laughs> I, I hate this. I hate this first line in this article though. For yeah. our zombie players, the team has been fiercely dedicated to making our biggest day one okay, okay. collection of zombie experiences even better with each new update mm -hmm. that sentence i feel like doesn't make sense and contradicts itself okay you're talking oh, about okay. how the day one experience is going to be bigger and better than ever through updates a month to two months later we're almost 60 days now we're almost 60 days because day one is 60 days <laughs> into the life cycle just say it like it is you're just going to keep adding shit to zombies with each update. Why the hell are you still talking about the biggest day one experience ever? 60 days post-launch. Outrider. Makes no sense. Outrider is what she's called, by the way. Getting back to that oh. real quick. But now... Outrider? Yeah. God, why do they always have such like generically bland names? Because uh, this is Treyarch. What do you want from me? Um, meaningless. Well, probably it was really cool in development cycle, remember? And then they go to publish, and then Activision has to make sure it's not offensive. So then they make it super generic and lame. I just like I, I hear the name Outrider and I, I don't think anything. The care the character's name is Zero, the new one, which so absolute zero makes sense. Okay. Zero. All right. Sub Zero. We already have a Zero. His name is Sub Zero and he's in Mortal Kombat. No, she's a part of the code name Kids Next Door. She's number zero. Oh, 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 now I'm on board. Look at all these other zeros. I guess you can join the line. Okay, so her name's Zero, and that's why it's called Absolute Zero. Interesting. We'll see how that goes. Uh, but I want to, I, before we get into, like, the wording of this stuff, I do want to point out, 
I appreciate the fact it's easy to shit on Treyarch, but at least they started talking, but it's still, whew, but they started, which is a good step for something that we should normally be getting, but like, this is Treyarch we're talking about, so let's work our way. I get it that maybe they just didn't have the shit ready for day one like they hoped for. Yeah. And so they're just going to put it out in an update. Mm -hmm. Totally fine. Totally fine that this is also happening before Christmas because that makes sense. They're going to get a lot of sales post-Christmas, and those people who were before Christmas won't know otherwise. Mm -hmm. My issue is not that this isn't an update. I just don't like the fact that they're still talking about this being the biggest day one experience ever. Yeah, fifty-seven days later, it's bullshit. Yeah. It's absolute bullshit. Um, like, don't don't remind you're what you're doing is basically reminding me that this shit wasn't in on day one. Yep, and I mean the generic like you see on the thumbnail. This is uh, even the art, the promo art. It feels like there's no funding once again to zombies. I was I was, I was looking at this and I it was really terrible. hoping I was really hoping I was gonna see. Um, I was really hoping I was gonna see like glimpses into the first DLC. Yeah. And then when it wasn't, and it was just like shit, I, I was waiting for. Yep, disappointed. This is the generic loading screen background with all these like nothing visually pleasing about this, and dark as shit. You have just random ice mountains in the back to fit the event. Uh, this this screams like World War II style type of uh, events for zombies, where it's really nothing that special. Even theirs might be more specific to it. But let's let's keep breaking down to what Treyarch has finally talked to us about. Um, again, like you said, biggest day one collection of zombie species ev- even better. So they're just I guess they're trying to say we made four maps and we're going to make them even better now, which is still mm-hmm. like. Okay, but like, shouldn't they have been good on launch to begin with? I guess yeah. you, that's subjective, and they would make the if argument. If this experience was so big, I shouldn't be bored with it yet. I yeah. shouldn't need new content. That's true. Actually, that's a fair call that we've probably gotten more content out of less maps in previous games and pre- previous iterations. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh. like we like like we weren't we weren't playing Shadows of Evil in December, starving for content. Yet we had three less maps. Yeah. That's fascinating. That's really fascinating. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. Um, we've made continuous gameplay stability improvements since launch across all four maps. And next week, we're proud to introduce three new features for zombie players on all platforms. On all platforms. Very good news. Daily callings, the Black Ops authenticity stamp system, and daily tier skips for zombies. So we're going to – I want to get right to that for a second. Daily tier skips for zombies. I, again, feel like this is World War II. I could earn more of that supplies doing World War II zombie challenges because I'm good at zombies. I could get all that stuff to buy multiplayer guns and camos. We're now getting rewards in zombies to get stuff in blackouts and multiplayer because they're still lagging behind and they don't have a tier system for zombies yet and customization in zombies. Mm -hmm. Are you – I feel like you're still missing the boat here. We want a tier system for zombies. People were asking, though, for integration between zombies and black market, and this is a start, so give them that much. Exactly. That's exactly what I want to say. Like We want to give them the constructive criticism, but also hitting them on good. This is a good first step. You're putting in a system, and we now have some kind of combination of the black market. That's, That's really good in zombies. At least I feel like the more I play zombies, maybe the more I get back, which isn't actually true because it's only probably you get to 15 rounds in one match and then you get one tier skip. So I guess yeah, you'll my, my, my be loaded in for is, that. 
my concern is the daily callings. Yeah. Because if I go online and the daily calling is like earn three nebula and then earn three nebula by killing ten zombies with uh I don't know, like a rocket launcher or yep. an explosive weapon yep. on nine. Like that's a lame daily challenge. I think what they really need to do is incorporate the Black Ops authenticity stamp into daily callings. And I've been saying this mm. for like two months now. Because I think the Black Ops authenticity stamp is the big feature in this update. Mm-hmm. Because not only does this open the door for competitive, yep. but it also just allows you to share games in a way we've never done before. Mm-hmm. Like, look at all the shit they're tracking in this. So, like, yep. so like for Matt, say, when Matt's doing Easter, or when Matt's doing Zombie World Championship, mm-hmm. or Zombie League, Zombie World League, or whatever the hell it is, mm-hmm. it's fixed. <laughs> because um, he can, like, like, of course, they're still going to have to go through and watch the games. Sure. But now they can tell immediately whether or not people were using modifications or not that they originally weren't supposed to. Right. You know, and you could see every little stat in detail and make sure the numbers line up with what they're saying they did. And then you can go in and check the gameplay just for any other error. Discrepancies, it also, yeah. It also, it also makes it a lot harder to splice gameplay, too. Yes. You know? Yes, it does. I hope. I hope it does. But it, it does. Uh, it makes no, sense. I can, I, I mean, people can get really clever and really creative. Mm-hmm. But if at the end of the day, if you don't have an authenticity stamp to back up your game, mm-hmm. then you shouldn't be able to even splice it to begin with, you know? Right. And I your, says that, yeah. Your gameplay should match up. Your The, the details, of, like the length of your gameplay should match up pretty much perfectly exactly to what your uh, authenticity stamp says. This is huge for competitive verification. Yeah. I know we don't talk about zombies being a competitive game. But as people like Matt try to make it more competitive, this is a huge tool for them. You're right. This makes it all that much harder on those cheaters to cheat, which is great. Great news mm-hmm. in that sense. Because it, in the in the past, all you really had was just your scoreboard at the end of the game. Mm-hmm. I mean, you might have had the theater mode gameplay, but people were submitting just non-theater mode gameplay and splicing in their editors. This is great. So, so yeah. It was, Although, it was promised at May 17th, so it's finally coming by December 11th. So, game released about 60 days. It's going to be just 59 days is when this patch goes out. It's going to be just under two months after the fact. It it will hit the game. The question is whether or not when they announced it in May, if they knew that it would be ready for day one or not. Right. And, you know, people make the same criticism that they, they never promised us day one. But I would argue it's completely misleading and underhanded. Oh, it's absolutely to announce this with the other features that are announced for day one. I would also say, especially when you keep advertising how big day one is going to be. Yeah. Your opening statement inside this once again was, yeah. uh, the team has been fiercely dedicated to making our biggest day one collection of zombie experiences even better. You're still touting like day one was incredible. Like I just, I, um, doesn't quite a spin. You're putting a good PR spin on this. I'm hoping that's not what you truly believe. I also think that we would have gotten this stuff a lot sooner had the game been a lot more stable. 100%. And this, isn't, this isn't a knock on Treyarch for making the game unstable. This is mm-hmm. just how it is in the, in the sense that I think a lot more of their resources got pulled into fixing the stability of the game. Yeah. And as a result, callings, authenticity stamps, and all that fell to the wayside, which I think I agree with. I think I agree with their allocation of resources. Oh, my God, yeah. Game, game development is a big, just big big game of resource allocation like it's a game in itself Mm -hmm. 
And I would say, yeah, make sure your game is stable before you go on adding these other features. And I think the fact mm -hmm. that they're doing this is actually a good sign that they feel confident in the stability of this game. Right. So now we're finally going to be pushing forward. And we've been seeing more than ever people getting to really high rounds. I don't yep. know how legitimate this is, but I think I saw somebody the other day get around like 250-ish. Ooh. Um, I know, I think it was two weeks ago, somebody had, for the first time ever, unlocked yep. round 150. Yep. Um, we talked about that last week. In, most, in mm -hmm. the most recent patch notes, they had specific, they outlined specific scenarios in which uh, players would would not or would no longer experience a crash. Mm -hmm. I think we've reached a point, and I can't verify this myself, mm -hmm. where the game is a, is very stable. So finally, we might be getting our original product we purchased. I don't, I don't, I don't like saying the word "very stable." Though somebody, uh -huh. somebody in the chat or chat, tell me right now, how do you feel about the current stability of this game? Like, is mm -hmm. it? It's definitely probably better than day one. Mm -hmm. But are people still experiencing a lot of crashes? Are they less frequent? Are you guys noticing them less often? It just seems like watching the community, more people than ever are reaching high rounds, which in makes me suspect that it's better. And my limited experience just yesterday during my open lobby xbox and pc ran really well uh once pc worked i couldn't get pc on again i had to restart the whole damn thing for it to work but once it's running uh it was playing really well ps4 was the problem i was playing and unknown was just sitting in a lobby with me as i was setting up the mutation and he just blue screen doing nothing just blue screen out of nowhere and that was his second blue screen ever and he was really just like whoa i can't what so it seems most of it, the Band-Aids are on. There's a couple, like, water leaking through the cracks right now. But I think we're finally getting to a state where it's going to be in decent to good shape, if not finally the product we were promised on launch. Yeah, when I see when I read your chat, I see I see a mix of three different responses. Some people are still saying they've experienced crashes. Mm -hmm. Some people are saying they are pretty stable. Yep. And then there's a handful of people that are saying they just haven't played in a while. Oh, JC's back. Stability. Doesn't matter if the majority are already bored because no new events. Well, JC, let me introduce you to Operation Below Zero. Absolute Zero. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, yeah. See, Below Zero, I could get behind. Below Zero should have, it would have been so much better. Yeah. Because, you know, Absolute Zero just doesn't make sense. It doesn't. But, like everybody thinks, but Below Zero is already like a common phrase for shit that's cold. You're like, oh, yeah, it's Below Zero. Yeah. It's fucking cold out right now. Below freezing. <laughs> I'm not going outside. That's what that means. <laughs> I'm not going outside. That's what that means. Listen, um, if it's Below Zero, are you going outside actively? Mm, I have to be doing stuff. You're right. Just, yeah, exactly. yeah you got to have a purpose. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Maybe the mm -hmm. last can can show us how it's done. Uh, daily callings provide new gameplay challenges that reward zombie players with b -b 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 bonus XP and nebula nebula bonus Sombros episodes. <laughs> plasma. That's for you, Patreon supporters. You get that joke. Nebula plasma upon completion. Be sure to check the zombie barracks for each day's new challenge to maximize your earning, level up faster, and concoct even more elixirs and talismans for your next record-breaking run. <gasps> I got some issues, John. I got some issues with that statement. Of course you do. I know, because I'm a whiny, bitchy YouTuber, all right? Who makes record-breaking runs. Yeah, right. Bonus XP and Nebula Plasma for daily challenges? No. No. Don't Why? give us that. What's your, what's your issue there? What else would you Specific want? Specific elixirs and talismans in addition to a lot of plasma. 
What you, uh, so you it'd be like like could, a do this challenge and get uh get like undead man walking. Yeah. Yeah. That is a way better to get oh, Ernest okay. specific because like, we're we're still like playing that. your game. We're still playing the issue where they said we're gonna tune Nebula Nebula so you get earn more. They still haven't done that. They said that on October seventeenth in a blog post that they were gonna increase the rate that we earn that. They haven't done that yet. And now they're gonna be like, All right, well you can get them through daily challenges. It's like but no, you haven't fixed the problem. <laughs> You know, I, I am actually, now that you think about it, disappointed we don't have a specific mechanism for getting specific talismans and elixirs. Yes! Like, they, they made they made no equivalent to uh, Newton's cookbook in this game. Exactly! Exactly! So that's why I feel like it's gone backwards with this. We're just like, uh, like you, you, it's one of those, like, uh, we pulled a sneaky on you. Like, oh, you thought you got content, but uh, it's just another thing repackaged. It feels like you get one liquid divinium a day for throwing a couple trip mines down. That's what it's mm -hmm. sounding like. I hope it's That's implemented I, it, differently. It, and I, I really don't want these daily Kongs to be bullshit, like get 10 trip mine killer, or I guess 10 claymore kills or something like that. Mm -hmm. Like, I want I want them to be actual challenges that utilize the authenticity stamp system. Oh, anybody talk about how pre-order bonuses were just stripped from players and added to the store for $20? Uh, what were the pre-order bonuses? Can you buy classified now? No way. No way. You mean stripped as in they took it away from people and now you have to buy it? I don't buy that. I think, do you mean classifieds on the store now? Uh, Anthony Mencia, please elaborate on that if you can. I'd be interested to hear that. Daily callings are nice that they are coming, but no one will be interested unless there's really cool weekly ones. Having one daily challenge does nothing. I agree with you, JC. And then on top of that, I l your idea, like they did in Halo, is fantastic. Where you should, and John, you've echoed this, and I have agreed to it, that you should... Treyarch should preload a daily challenge for you to go into, maybe like around 50 catalysts only. You your your health is not is uh, depleting as you go, and you gotta try and survive the round. And that will earn you 50 plasma. It'll give you or 75. It'll give you a free top tier spin, something like I that. Think, I think every day. I think there should be a daily or weekly challenge that takes like 30 minutes to complete. 30 minutes to an hour to complete mm -hmm. that has an actual valuable reward mm -hmm. that would keep people coming back, not get 10 trip mine kills. Dude, you know what? One of the big challenges I want to see in here with the implementation of, implementation of a tier system and stuff, specific zombie guns, signature weapons and zombies that we earn. Like, you know how in Blackout and multiplayer, they get all these cool signature guns. What are they called, darn it? I don't remember. Masterpieces or something like that? No, it's chat. Pick me up here. There's guns you earn in both multiplayer and Blackout you get for playing the game, unlocking it, getting certain rewards or getting spins, whatever it might be through the Black Market. We're zombies versions of this, right? We're getting the mastery camos as well from multiplayer, but where are our mastery camos inside zombies? We should get mastery camos for doing a whole month straight of challenges or maybe not missing a single day of challenges mm -hmm. and you get this dope ass looking camo that's part of the specific guns like a diamond-esque or dark matter-esque camo hopefully it's, so it's, can the way this the way this should go is that there should be a whole just system mm -hmm. of challenges and callings that build on one another so it's like that so you might have your daily mastercraft I, thank you chat mastercraft like Imagine if there was a system where you had your daily challenges, and a lot of them are pretty basic. They take five to ten minutes to complete, you know? Then you also have maybe your weekly challenges. These take 30 minutes to complete. But then there's tier systems, gotcha. and you can unlock... You can unlock. So maybe if you complete a week straight of challenges, mm -hmm. every challenge you complete from there on out or in, the, or in that streak gets you double the reward. Yep. You go for a month, 
quadruple the reward. But yes. As soon as, you, as soon as you break the streak, you got to rebuild it. Yeah, that'd be a great play. Wait, something like that. Hundred percent. And then and then it could be if you complete four, if you complete every, if you complete all four weekly challenges in a month, then you get the mega reward. You know. And if you're like, worried about be a tiered, mm-hmm. multi-layered system yep. that requires constant daily updates by the player, daily and weekly updates by the player. And they're worried about the idea that the player's going to earn too much stuff too fast. You're rewarding the most dedicated players who yeah. those are the people that well, they're like, not going to spend like, the money. It's like the it's it's like in the it's like the concept in mobile game marketing mm-hmm. of the whale. Yep, exactly. These are your whales, and I think you want to make sure they feel like they continue earning stuff so that they keep playing. They keep and playing, so they keep buying your DLCs. Or on the flip side, you're still not going to lose the money that you'd earn from people who don't want to invest the time. Now, to clear up the mm-hmm. previous and you statement... Tie, you can tie in those DLC with the challenges, too, mm-hmm. where you're like, ah, shit, this week's day, this week's weekly challenge requires skills Ooh. you want. Ooh, that's nefarious and totally could work. Yeah. It's nefarious, but it makes That's sense. money, yeah. Yeah. It, you want to like, keep up your streak? It, it, it incentivizes sales. It keeps people playing, which also increases your sales. Mm-hmm. And then people are... Maybe people are like, ah, shit, this challenge is really difficult. Let me go start using some of my elixirs to help me complete this challenge. Mm-hmm. You know, you make them more difficult, then people are incentivized to use some of those elixirs, and then they then need to go buy more elixirs. Dude, I am very unhappy that beforehand it might have been a glitch, but if you use elixirs and mutations, they didn't go away because mutations don't count toward XP. They changed that. So if you use your elixirs in mutations, you actually burn them. Once again, I think that's just a, a very... Mm-hmm out-of-touch move to make with players. It's against the fun. I don't know. I, I would have expected your elixirs to be used in mutations. I, um, I, 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 would, I, have ex- I would have expected that. So I, I get that change. Um, but, but, but to I start really, the other I also, way... I also really... Yeah. Also to go back on it. Because I kind of like the idea that... Um, you can test it out. Yeah, that you could test it out. And mutations is all about testing and playing around. So maybe you should exactly. be able to play and I, I was it's watching... A, it's, a double, it's a double-edged sword. True. And you earn Nebula from mutations, so that could be their argument on the flip side. That's their perspective saying, well, you guys are earning it back, so I really don't see the problem, except you don't earn a lot of Nebula because it's mutations. So eh, it's a give and take. I was listening to the Dice Summit again from Mark Lomney's presentation about zombies for a video I made this past week, and it was Whoa, was it hard to listen to him talk about zombies? Because one of the phrases he kept saying was, follow the fun. It's like, you got to follow the fun. I'm like, woof, boy, is that philosophy not not happening anymore? That's certainly not a thing. It's uh, fix the game. That's the philosophy. Now, uh, I want to get back to uh, Nick commented, and he said, the Divinity skin wasn't locked behind any specific edition. It was for any GameStop pre-order. Now, if you didn't get that skin from GameStop, you'll have to pay for that, and that's where it's included in... uh, in uh, the PlayStation Store. So it's like a $20 skin or something, I believe. Uh, JC also wanted to bring up that uh, and if they could do it in 2010, uh, Halo Reach, zombies could do it in 2018 to have customizations to load in these specific challenges. And I, I, I'm with you. I mean, this is stuff that isn't shocking. Like, we constantly see technology that was so ahead of its time that current developers struggle with. And I, I might offer that. 
those developers like Reach, it was Bungie that was still working on Reach, I believe so at the time, uh, is not going to share how they were able to do that with Treyarch because they're competitors in the industry. So that just might be technology Treyarch doesn't know how to do. And it'll cost so much money to figure out and they have just fallen behind in the industry. And what does that say about Treyarch? They're human. They're not this incredible be-all developer studio. They really can't do it all. They can't do these other things unless they show us they can. And we just find out they're an average developer or above average developer, to say the least, that got caught up in some lightning in a pan with zombies and got lucky to pick up a Call of Duty publishing. You look at Naughty Dog right now, they seem to be that, able to... I definitely to... think that, that yeah, lightning in a bottle statement is really true, too. Yeah. They, call, they definitely caught lightning in a bottle with zombies. Mm -hmm. But that doesn't mean you'll catch lightning every time. Exactly. You know, Naughty Dog has proven they can consistently release big hits. Where mm -hmm. Treyarch has really played it safe by sticking just to the Black Ops series, you know? Absolutely. They it's... haven't created a, they haven't created a new IP in four years. And truthfully, it seems like the response to each IP has diminished over time. Like they've hit a they've hit they've hit the law of diminishing returns. I would agree. And I think especially when you consider I think this game only sold like eight million copies or something like that. Yeah on release. Uh, yeah. It was supposed that, to sell thirteen. Yeah, it was supposed to be 13. That's almost 5 million less than they're projected, which yeah, is in that, business that's metrics, that's a bad deal. Stock that's why Activision stock tanked again. <laughs> Jesus, the stock market's terrible right now. Uh but it's Trace it's a good developer, but they, they are. definitely caught lightning in a bottle. They played it too safe these past years, and then that's what's also fascinating to me is like they played it safe, but um this is this why why would you do that after all these years? Is like they, they maybe because of the pressure of the publisher and all that type of stuff. But a studio that taut is or taunts or screams to the heavens that they won't do the same thing twice, and they're always trying to innovate and push the boundaries. They refuse to leave that IP, and that is just oh, it's it, well, it's it's, like, it's, it's been like the nail in the coffin. People have gotten people bored of Black people, Ops. People were people were saying like, oh no, they won't do a Black Ops three. That's been done to death. Yep, and then they're like. They won't do a Black Ops Four. I mean, they've made a trilogy. They don't. They wouldn't do a fourth. What'd be the point? What's yep. there left to tell? It'd be done to death. And that's why there's no campaign. And I, and I feel any. like in in two years I'm gonna oh. be like, there's no way in hell they can go Black Ops Five. They've already done four of them. Yep. And that's that's It'd be a fool's error. And and then, and then Black Ops Five gets announced, and I'm like, well, shit. I if the, if the next game is Black Ops Five, it is going to tank so badly i don't think any yeah. gimmick can save a fifth installment in the series that the exhaustion it's not even black ops is the problem you just again bouncing off the ip black ops was supposed to be cold war stuff that's where it started and now we're in ridiculous future it's, techno clone 115 with, with the exception of zombies and really the zombie storyline mm -hmm. which i think is a there's really isn't much of a connection between black ops 4 and black ops one i mean minus like characters like woods being shoved into blackout Ugh, yeah like like with the exception of like fan servicey stuff like that and the mm -hmm. zombie storyline connecting across four different games they're really like can you really point to a single thread that connects all four of these games i don't think you can and then you could also make the argument that because the zombie storyline technically started in world at war there already is a precedent for the world, for the zombie storyline jumping across multiple IPs. 
Yeah, and just being disconnected, and it's not really a big deal. And then we also got to add in uh, burnout as well. We're, it's so saturated. Having zombies five, six years in a row now has definitely hurt the community because now mm. Treyarch feels like a uh, custom zombie mode. It, it feels like custom zombies in some aspects, especially if you try and play anything that isn't classic or harder and they strip away the Easter eggs, it feels no better than a reused assets of a, of a Treyarch map. It just feels like, oh, here we are. I feel like I'm playing PC. But even some of the PC maps have more integrity. I'm going to talk about that on Monday. Treyarch Zombies still always has that polish that custom maps will never have. Uh, For the most part. There's a level of polish and shine on a Treyarch map that noticeably lacks from custom zombies. And it's it's hard to really put into words. But you play a custom zombies map and you go, yeah, this is definitely not Treyarch. Right, right. But I, I, I'm feeling with these maps, like especially the Ether storyline in particular, the reuse assets. I feel like I've already played Mob of the Dead, right? And they've now oh, taken yeah. it and they've just expanded it a little bit. And that feels, and now take away the Easter eggs. Now all of a sudden, this feels like a custom PC map that some guy just took Treyarch's Mob of the Dead and made it a little bigger. What, what do the new areas add to the maps? What do they do that is really different to your experience well, of Mob I, of the I, Dead? I Besides traveling, with, maybe. Particularly with Mob of the Dead, I think the new areas do absolutely nothing. Yeah, it's just you know, empty. You think, you it's think, wasted space. You think about the warden's office. Yeah. You never go in there except for the fast travel. Yep. And the Easter egg. Fa- but those Easter egg, nice. gun upgrade, and you're barely in there for any time. They're very specific moments, and once you're in, you're out, you know? Because mm-hmm. that's such a dead-end trap area. You won't spend much time there, yep. especially extended time training. Also, when you consider the starting area, like the labs and all that area, mm-hmm. like you can hang out there, you can train there, but it's also disconnected from the rest of the map. Like there's really only one one-way path that mm-hmm. you never find yourself going in and out of those areas. Mm-hmm. I only go in those areas when I'm specifically going there for something. Whereas yep. I can find myself continuously flowing and wandering throughout Mob of the Dead. Right. And we've already like, played Mob of the like Dead. Like you leave you leave you leave the starting area and you leave Ertoffen's lab and you never come back unless you're there for the Easter egg. Yes. Yes. Why else would you go back? There is no reason, especially the chokehold on the catwalk is a reason enough to never want to go back to spawn ever. And you'll avoid that, like the plague. Maybe new industries, you'll do some circles around there at the boxes there. But once the box leaves. But 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 then again, you're only there for a specific reason. Yeah. But I don't think I don't think they did a good enough job integrating the new areas with the old areas. And especially I think the biggest fault of that was creating the one way path. Yeah. Like as great as that catwalk is for the opening sequence mm-hmm. and as great as that was week one, mm-hmm. now it now the catwalk feels a little bit like a chore. Yep. And oh, the catwalk man. now hinders gameplay. You're later, you're, later you're gameplay. feeding so much into this video I'm I'm making uh tomorrow. And it, it deals with a lot of stuff my friend Ryan brought up to me. He talked about he's disconnected from the community online anyway. He only hears some stuff from me and sees some titles. But pardon me, he has a real job. He's loved zombies and grown up with it all, all this time. So he's very educated about it. He's a hardcore guy. But he, he, he made some really, really excellent points to me about the game mode. And he always has such a unique perspective. He thinks very differently from me. And that's why I always value his input and friendship. What you're talking about right now, this chore, is something I get into in my video. Because the, the, the fundamental difference between uh, optimizing the game in old versions versus new versions is it's work in the new versions and it was an option. It's just fun or something you screw around with 
in the old versions. Here, the the nuance to it, the amount of steps needed for it, the workload, the effort, the tutorials and research you have to do is exponentially so much larger. It's artificially inflated to such a high level, it, it's no longer appealing to players like it was. Uh, mm -hmm. He made this point. And again, tomorrow, I apologize if you guys, uh, you have to hear this twice from me, but we have less customization than we did in BO1. And I go, Ryan, that's nonsense. Let's, let, me, let me hear you out on this. And I, so he, he gets into it. And tomorrow the video title is going to be a customization killed black op or killed zombies because it, it erodes away the character of the story and of the maps. So he, the first point he makes to me is, all right, Reed. All right. So you go into a match of nine, right? You're going to pick four perks. Let's not even do, let's do Blood of the Dead, all right? You pick four perks, right? Now I'm in game, and I have only four perks to choose. Now, if I'm in Shangri-La, I can change, especially if I'm in multiplayer, at any point, I can change however I want to play this game. I have seven or eight perks available to me at all times, just one down away, that on a whim, I can say, you know what, I really want to play differently today. I want to try and change up my game style. So then you do that in Black Ops 4. You have to prep before you go in game. I have to play this way. I have to play this way if I want to, if I'm going to use these perks. And as soon as that you get in. You, you definitely lock yourself in at the start of the game mm -hmm. by picking your perks. Now, now you're making a conscious effort of your play style. And you can't switch on the limb on and, whim. And look at the work we've already just, the difference now, right? We, we have to now put in work before you even start the match we have to figure out exactly how we want to play before we even get in the match now My we issues. get in the match wait wait just let, let me finish this strain here okay. yeah. we get in inside the match right and now you decide you didn't want to play that way it doesn't you're screwed and also if you do want to play the way that you did set up well now the game is going exactly the way you you thought it would go and that's not fun. If you sit down and go, this is how I want this game to go, part of the fun and fun of zombies and the memories you make are that, that scenario where you're like, oh my god, I can't believe that happened. I can't believe this, this sequence of events happened. And sometimes that comes from not picking the perks you thought you were going to pick a game. Now, one counter-argument before we leave this is, well, Reed, you have secret sauce. You could just get secret sauce in-game and you have all the perks available to you at all times. And I'd offer, you have to spend more points in-game. You're now going through the stress of trying to get the correct perks set up instead of being able just to buy the perks as you uh, go. Secret, secret sauce isn't a tangible solution. Yeah. Absolutely not. See, I look, see Greg, look at, I see the chat. I wasn't looking at them. I knew they were already getting all, wait a minute, Reed, secret sauce. But it's not use, the same. You can, you can use secret sauce, but you might find yourself spending. So maybe you decide, you know what, you're just going to burn down the whole house. Uh Actually, that was probably a bad, a bad phrase to use. Yeah, but that's. But you're okay. just gonna you're gonna start from scratch, okay? And mm -hmm. you're gonna decide that I don't want these four perks. I don't want any of them. I want four different ones. Mm -hmm. Well, now you've got to cycle through all of them through secret sauce. Imagine how much money you're gonna spend to get those four specific perks out of like the thirteen on on on, you know, on on tap. Mm -hmm. Now wait, oh JC, it's just oh. not a, it's just not a, uh, oh. a reasonable solution. JC, you're playing right into my script. It's like the kid who raises his hand for the teacher that gets him to the next topic. He says, um, I would argue most people didn't change their set perk loadouts in BO3. I can't even think of a time when I played Shang when I tried to decide my my perks mid game. D beautiful, because what happens with more customization, John? 
Do you actually want to answer? Okay. Optimization. People will not go out of their way to now play at a disadvantage. They'll go through the bullshit Easter egg just because they want to get perma perks or something like that if they don't like it. And because Easter eggs have gotten more complex and more difficult, that causes players to get more frustrated to get these rewards compared to a moon, Shangri-La, or Ascension. I think... I don't think anybody jumps into a casual game of zombies and says, fuck it, I'm going to do the Easter egg because I want perma perks. Nobody does that. At least, I really, do you actually play, do you actually play a game of zombies where you're, where you're like, you know what, fuck it, I'm going to do the Easter egg and so I can have perma perks. In a casual game where you're just playing, not like a game where you're going for like round 100 and you're like, this is an investment for a long-term game. I'm like, you and your friends are just shooting the shit for an hour playing zombies. I feel like it's a temptation, like, go ride Crovey. Uh, we'll be like, we'll be playing it, and you're just like, well, fuck me. What we we should probably do it. Let's just, I mean, but especially especially now as East, but 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 then you're but then you're changing your game. You're no longer just playing zombies for fun. You're playing zombies with the goal of doing the Easter egg. Well, no, no, but that's that totally, that's the pressure. That totally alters how you play. But yes. I also think I agree. I also think I agree with JC. Where even then, if you did have the the option to switch your perks on a whim, mm-hmm. you never did because. And this was the same reason why they removed Jug and all those various perks. Is that, well, okay, so I definitely am going to want Juggernaut. Mm-hmm. Gotta have Speed Cola. Gotta have Double Tap. Maybe I'll forego Quick Revive if I'm in a public match. But if I'm in solo, I'm keeping Quick Revive. Mm-hmm. You know? So even if, so the only time I ever really decide to switch up which perks I'm going to have is when I run out of Quick Revives. Sure. And then I, and then I just add one extra additional perk to my loadout. Mm-hmm. Whatever that may be, I I think very rarely do you ever switch out your perks. But that was just because you were limited by those crutch perks, which are now out of the game. And I find myself now more than ever in Black Ops Four, um, playing around with my perk loadout. But again, to your point, this is this is a conscious decision I have to make in game. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I find that like I can't really camp as well as I'd like because um, I can't camp as well as I'd like because. Sorry, I had a donation go off and I messed up my phone. It's, it's fine, it's fine. I, I can't camp as much as I'd like because my perk loadout is optimized for, say, training. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't have I don't have dead shot. Sure. Or I don't have the shield perk, you know? Or yeah, not yeah. The shield perk, the tortoise one. Yeah, yeah. Whichever one puts puts the circle that's, around me. Oh, that's stronghold. 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 I don't have stronghold. I don't mm-hmm. have uh dead shot. So why should I camp? I'm just gonna hinder myself. I would... I, I see where both of you are coming from. Now. Sure, sure. That's why I say my experiences are probably going to be different because I play a lot more multiplayer. And a lot more fun comes from zombies, for me, is when we're screw- changing and we're playing without a jug or we're playing with uh, Stamin, PhD, or whatever. But let, let's keep going with the fact that now each map has... An- has character and integrity to these maps. I didn't get to finish the whole thesis of the video. That's that's kind of why it's like, ah, I don't want to bring us on Zombros because I have it in a nice order. So we, every time you go like, wait a minute, then I, I get into the next bit of it. Um, each map, we've talked about this, even when Quinn was on the show, that there's something special to going to play on Nuketown. There's something special about going, you play Call of the Dead, oh my God, because those perks are on that map. Double Tap came back, but Ascension doesn't have Double Tap. So this adds to the character of these maps and actually getting to play them. We lose all character with these random, just one jingle Wonder Fizz machine that takes three seconds. There's oh, a yeah, reason. The, character, the character's gone. Yeah, sure. players have a stronger connection to Juggernaug than Scarlet or Alistair roads right now and that's not unfair to Treyarch or saying they're doing a bad job it takes time the point is it takes time to build character and now they've taken that away 
this drives me nuts mm -hmm. and this happens to me all the time in game mm -hmm. and i think part of this is a symptom of me constantly switching my perk loadouts mm -hmm. but i never remember which perks are at which machines oh never. interesting yeah and I, um it I'll, I'll i'll find out i've lost a specific perk mm -hmm. and it's it's easier with um it's easier with the chaos story because the perk machines are much more pronounced and much more stylized. Mm -hmm. um, but I'll have to, I'll have, I'll lose a perk, and then I won't entirely be sure where it is. You know? <laughs> yeah. It's easy. Well, it's it's easy on like nine, but I'm like, oh shit! Yeah, I've there's lost just four. This. I'll just yeah. go to the Roman temple. But like, um, Voyage is a little bit more annoying because that map's so big. Yeah, you forget where they're located is is what you're saying. Because someone might say, I, I, "Idiot, look well, at the front of your only, screen." Not only do I forget where they're located a bit, mm -hmm. but I also forget which ones are at which specific location. Well, that's always on your HUD. That's always in front of your face. No, I know that's always on your HUD, mm -hmm. but it's like, but it's it just it's not clicking for me still. Right. You know. Okay, that's a fair point too. You just don't even notice you it. Know, right. You know. Yeah. Like like it's like okay. Yeah, I know I need Zeus, but I don't know where the hell Zeus is on this stupid boat. You know? Yeah. Okay. Or but it's it's particularly problematic with um with the Kate with the Ether story. Because the perk machines are less distinct. Like you have your cola, you have your uh mm -hmm. I forget what the others are. Oh yeah. Know? Tonic. But the machine yeah. the, you have your cola, yeah, you have your tonic. Mm -hmm. But other than like the main one, like the big one, the uh the modifier one. Yeah. The thing is they tonic. all kind of blend into me. Yeah, and we've lost that charm of what so made I, zombies interesting. So it's like it, and so like I'll play Blood of the Dead, and I'll know where every perk machine is, but I don't know which perks are at which machine. Mm -hmm. and, and and then what does it matter? How are you going to bond to these perks now that you you're just yeah. not gonna? Um, and then because I'm and because I'm constantly rotating which slot they're in and which yeah. perks are what, it makes it even harder to remember because. You know, I'll play a game of Shangri-La. Mm -hmm. Shangri-La is a bad example because the perks move. I'll play a game of Call of the Dead yep. and jump to be in the same place every time. Mm -hmm. And I never need to question that. I, th I think what it loses is any possible bond you might have to sentimental value you might get from objects or items or characters in game. I feel like you've now just even fed into a great argument that I start to, to make in that other video I'm making too is, say, specialist weapons, right? Um, they're fantastic. I love how you can use any specialist weapon you want, and it really was a great addition to this game. But now flip it to for some criticism is uh, how it loses any character. So if you want to play Tank Dempsey, right, and if you could only get the Death Machine through using Tank Dempsey, that would encourage players to play as Tank Dempsey to have that unique experience similar to how you have to play uh, Call of the Dead if you want to play with Double Tap instead of Ascension. Uh, oh, oh, boy. <laughs> Are we, are we are we on an hour already? God, we're coming close to an Damn hour. Damn it! I wasn't going right. to say we yeah. cut it, but I was going to suggest we talk about the. BP yeah, we're going to have to. Damn it! All right. Well, for the rest of my thesis, I'm sorry to cut you off here because people are going to have a bazillion. Wait a minute, Reed. I got all these. Yes, I, there's a lot of counter arguments that I bring up in the other videos. So I'm gonna I'm gonna put this conversation on hold for right now because we've got to get to the other uh, topics for today. So I, I apologize. That's this is why I was like. Got it not to bring this up because it's it's a spicy topic. There's there's a lot to it. And I'm not saying one way is right or wrong. These are points we need to talk about. Okay. So let's talk about BO4 has cut zombies out. And now you can buy multiplayer and blackout for $30. This feels 
Boy, oh boy, does this feel like they're trying to get close enough to Fortnite's free-to-play, but still keep $5, maybe $10, and still make more money and more revenue. I don't think Activision would ever let them go free to play. Yeah. Um, unless they were doing like a free to play weekend, which they've done before. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I have two. I have two thoughts on this. One is that um, this is bad for zombies. Really bad for zombies because what it says. What it says is that Activision thinks zombies is disposable. Mm-hmm. And what it also suggests is that the is that the numbers, the player base is strongest in those two categories and if zombies is the weakest category then zombies is going to get the least amount of love mm-hmm. this is really bad for zombies going forward yeah my second thought is that this might be less about the game underperforming on other consoles and more about them just trying to drive the pc player base true so, true because it's pc exclusive i have to refer right now for right now and this, this this could be this could be a sign that maybe it isn't all doom and gloom for zombies mm-hmm but it could be that they want to drive up the PC player base. And this is something they've talked about a lot, where they want more people on PC. And in fact, mm-hmm. this year, they've made a conscious effort to improve the game on PC. They brought in, you know, they have, I think they brought in a whole team just to support yeah. the PC version. Right? They did. They did. They hired yeah. a whole, Jonathan Moses is the head of that. They hired him so they, specifically for it. They, they are very interested in this PC port, and they want a strong community on the PC. Now, traditionally, zombies players, I would argue, are on console. I think most zombie players aren't on PC. Mm-hmm. And PC has a history of being very big in both online, like, shooter multiplayer. Think games like CSGO. Yeah. As well as just just um, Battle Royale. Mm-hmm. Like, Fortnite and PUBG are probably biggest. I don't know if Fortnite's biggest on PC, but definitely PUBG is biggest on PC. I think the most um, competitive, the competitive. Oh, competitive for competitive Fortnite yeah, is PC is big on PC. Yeah, but I think most casual players are on console. Yes, yes. I, I, or no mobile. Doubt. How about mobile? <laughs> yeah, let's not forget mobile. I think this is more an attempt to bring in uh, PC battle royale players mm-hmm. than it is like a slash at the zombies community as a result. Um, but I also do think it's worrying for zombies. I think so too, uh, but. This this shows me. It seems obvious though. I, I, you probably haven't seen much of it, but Doctor Disrespect Man, holy hell, have I fallen in love with this man's production value, the character he plays, and entertainment value. I can't at a drop of a dime, John. He's playing Blackout on PC, and he gets a sniper shot across the map. Unbelievable shot. You see him. He he just you see him go down. All of a sudden, as soon as it happens, a phone starts ringing. He, he opens up his a phone. He flips it open and, yeah, no. Nah. No, you have my permission. You can use that clip. Click. Puts it away. He, in a, in a drop of a hat, he can, he's in a car. I saw him doing PUBG. He presses a button and all of a sudden, shh, the Dockmobile. And he's, mm, he's pretending to drive as he's in a car in Blackout or in a car inside PUBG. The dude is so unbelievably entertaining. And I think that adds to the player base being interested inside Blackout. He is like an ambassador. I mean, he opened the Zombies trailer a few uh, months ago. He showed us the music trailer. Yeah. He's the guy that premiered it. The The player base, the excitement, the fans are on Blackout. And PC is going is the platform. If you want to play the best version of Blackout, you play on PC. So to yeah. me, this is a no-brainer for them to try and make even more money yeah, and build saying, that community. We want... We want this game to challenge Fortnite, and to do so, we need a strong PC player base. Mm-hmm. So let's bundle PC and multiplayer, which are definitely more similar to Zombies, 
You know, ha have you played PC yet? By the way, no, I still haven't installed. I, you know, what my mystery box edition is for PC, but I haven't installed it just because I don't think my PC can run it. Oh, that's right. We got we got to talk to Ironside. We we got to see yeah. if they can hook you up. If they could hook me up, I'd appreciate. Oh it. shit! I didn't make an Iron Ironside to add this week. I knew I forgot something. Shit! Ah, I'll do that at the end of the show. Um, well, yeah, th this is definitely a no-brainer from a business decision. It makes me worried for the future of zombies that mm -hmm. they feel zombies is disposable. But it's also a clear target of the PC community. Yeah, and I got to tell you something, John. I don't. Will PC it plays the best. I, I've had the most fun playing Does PC, PC. Zombies play the best though. Oh, that's a yeah. You know, I was playing PC Zombies, and that played way better. It felt way better playing. PC I would zombies. love it if I can play zombies on PC. I I am because through Black Ops Three mm -hmm. and pretty much exclusively any game that isn't Black Ops Four, I record mm -hmm. on the PC. And yeah. I've been doing that for years. I want I to do speedruns on PC. That's how much years, I like it. I think for four years now, I've almost exclusively recorded on PC with the exception of when there's a new DLC. Yes. You know, so I'm all yeah. for it, but my PC just isn't... I just don't think it's up to snuff, so I just play PS4. Fair enough. Well, and that's the exclusivity thing, though, is the problem. Uh, PC, mm -hmm. though, I think they really nailed the feel. It feels so much smoother. It feels a lot more fun to play. I don't feel like I'm fighting the game as much as I do on PC. It just... Uh, it, it it seems to play much better than Xbox and PS4. I won't say it just works like Todd Howard, Howard because this has been patched to hell. It definitely didn't just work out of the box. I remember I remember you telling me on day one that it was bad on PC. It wouldn't. I couldn't get the goddamn thing to work, and it's still I can't get the thing to load. Sometimes it just keeps insta crashing before I get into it. But once it gets playing, I'm I mean, impressed. That's just PC. That's just sometimes PC games. As a whole. Yeah, just exceptions I mean, or something weird's I mean, going on in the background. You know, when you play console games, it just works, you mm -hmm. know? Yes, 100%. To, to, to steal that tagline from Apple, you know, I'll pop mm -hmm. in Crash Bandicoot, and Crash Bandicoot's going to run like it had the millionth time. After, you know? after a 10-hour update, though. <laughs> uh, after the 10-hour, but, but it'll, yeah. run, it'll run the millionth time as well as it'll run the first time. Yes. Where PC, I feel like, works 95% of the time. Mm-hmm. And then that other five percent, something just goes wrong. Right, and you got to do a system and restart. Then just, and then I just restart the game. And Don't it, get me started. It, it'll on it'll work, mm. but that's PC for you. All right. Um, it's, it's 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 by nature less stable. I only have two donations, so I'm just gonna hit those real quick before we get into the Patreon questions. So, are, are you cool with that? That's fine. I'll All right. It. Vegetable donates, and he says, uh, "I just like to offer some insight. I'm an electrical engineer, dude. Good on you, Noah. If you are watching, I implore you to investigate the." inverter for your solar array if the box was not correctly grounded and the lightning surge occurred the inverter may have exploded uh okay so that's probably something noah's probably gonna hire an electrician would be my guess to go check out the whole house if it's safe and they're probably gonna oh, find yeah. that type of stuff i mean there's people's job and i find this fascinating people's people people's job it is to go into fires and go into burn buildings mm -hmm. and basically retrace the steps and figure out what the source of and where it all began. That is and they, cool. They could start. I don't know how they do it, but they 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 understand fire patterns. They understand how it spreads. They can look at a burn and see how it has moved across the room. Mm -hmm. It's really cool what they are capable of doing. Yeah, it's almost it's almost like watching it's almost like watching a fire in reverse. I feel like the way they work, but mm -hmm. I also don't know the first thing about how they do it because mm -hmm. it just seems way too complicated. Science. 
But I mean, there are people's job it is to look at fires and analyze what the source was, and they can go, they can look at a burning building and determine it's like, oh yeah, you uh, you left this cigarette burning, and then that cigarette burnt this shit up, and then that did that. Um, but I'm sure Noah's on top of that. Yes, but we, he, I'm sure he appreciates the the help and the advice just in case that gets overlooked. That's something he could bring up to an electrical engineer or an electrician that he's going to hire to make sure the house is safe. Yeah. Um, if you want to learn about cool job, though, I guess fire investigators. Yeah. What their actual title is, but that's a cool job. I don't know. That's, that does seem really, really darn fun. Um, and Ginger 300. It's like, it's, like, it's, like, it's like a puzzle. But with a fire, and you, people's you, lives are at stake. Yeah, and, and no developers to just you know make it impossible for no reason. Um, do you think each map should have a set of callings unique to each map? Completing each challenge gives you rewards, and once you have challenges completed on that map, you get a theme signature weapon and calling card. Hundred percent. Yeah. yeah, I think each oh. map should definitely have its own dedicated challenges. Can't miss to get a specific nine version signature weapon calling card and even even a theme like like we said before. Just do that. Having a generic nine theme would be would feel more if rewarding. If I can like, if I can like complete nine and then my Xbox avatar has a homunculus, yeah, I'd be pretty happy. See that? Or, dance. or he's dressed like the homunculus. I love it. I love it. That that's the fun stuff. All right. Uh, so- so I have two donations. The King of Hyrule says, Zombros helped keep me focused while exercising back in 2015. Lost 50 pounds, and now I'm back in shape with your help, my dudes. Keep up the great work. That's all on you, dude. That's dedication. I'm glad we can distract you, but good for you, dude. 50 pounds. That's fantastic. Listening to our uh, dumb mouths talk. <laughs> Joey Gonzalez says, I want to say hi and fly, Eagles fly, John. Yeah, go birds. Yeah. Are they, are they in the playoffs this year or no? Six and six, big game against the Cowboys Ooh. today. If they win, they'll be first in the East. If yeah. they lose, that'll pretty much mean the Cowboys take it. Rough year. Rough year then. Uh, it's tough to yeah, repeat. Yeah, a little bit, of, a little bit of regression this year. Injuries, tough to repeat. Yep. Uh, now on to everybody's favorite topic of the Zombras podcast. Oh, dear Lord. Oh, dear Lord. To, to, to topic suggestions. Yes, okay. Um. Chuck CB31 asked if either of us have talked to Noah and how he's doing. Um, I know, Reed, you reached out I to I reached him. out, but he's I know busy. We, we've already talked about this at length at the show, but yeah. Um, I mean, if you want a best, if you want the most accurate representation of how Noah's doing, just go on his Twitter, I'd say. I don't want to Twitter and his video, too. He, he's made, yeah, he made public he, he statements. He made a video on it. Um, I know he's detailed a lot of this on Twitter, but I don't want to specifically speak for how he's doing. But yeah course wish him nothing but the best from the show absolutely and hope this process is smooth yeah and smooth. quick quick as possible for him so he can get back to what um, he loves doing uh how can you make transit better in zombie chronicles 2 that's from captain murphy how to make transit better i think i think a better navigation system like like Get rid of those random teleporter bullshit and let me yep. actually teleport on my own. Fill they did that the with five. So each each area should have three mm-hmm. or four different um, wall weapons. Like mm-hmm. the fact that you go to town and there are no wall weapons is atrocious. Yeah. Yeah. I would say an inventory that allows you to hold more than one item. Yeah. Think about that. We had to build the we had to build the jet gun on that map with an inventory that only held one item at a time. I think I think transit would play a thousand times better mm-hmm. just by nature of it being in Black Ops Four by having that shared inventory. Yeah, um, 
by probably being more filled out by being on better consoles, so it wouldn't have to have as much fog, which means the map would be much more traversable. Yep. A lot more broken arrow stuff you could throw in there just to oh, fill it oh, out. Definitely. You could, just you so it doesn't do feel so empty. Much broken arrow story in there. I the, the the labs under there would be so much more fun if they had more story to them. Absolutely, and especially if you want to add a complete underground to transit. If you want to keep the denizens, just put a whole underground where you can want ignore to, them. As Brian suggested bus route B. Yeah, you could. Oh my God! You know how self-aware Treyarch is, and what a joke it is at this point. If it, last gen ricked off and yeah, include it. They just put it in writing somewhere. Yeah, I feel like we've had Space Dog, we've had Last Gen Richtofen. At this point, the game's a joke in that sense. So Bus Route B is definitely a possibility if there's a transit remake. Uh, some of the stuff I'm skipping just because we've already talked about it. On sure, the show. sure, sure, sure. Uh, Ability to Nikki call the bus, yeah. 115 asks, are you excited for the Avengers Endgame? Oh, yeah. Uh, Ooh, how yeah. do you think Mr. Stark will make it? Ooh. Uh, I don't know that's spoiler tail territory. Yeah, I have. It's not spoilers. This is theory territory. Theory, I but like then you, I guess you have to watch the ending of uh, the first Infinity War, but that came out wow, almost a year ago. Yeah, okay. Anymore. So I, I think it's uh, one of two things. P the first one I think is the obvious is Captain Marvel's gonna get them. Yeah, Captain Marvel's gonna save. But them. somebody suggested that the Valkyrie and Krog are gonna is what's his name? That's not Krog. It's uh, Korg. Korg is gonna save them, and they're gonna come by and be like, hey. Um, we're trying to find Thor. <laughs> that would be great. Yeah, um, that would be uh, pretty lighthearted. Pointed out that that Tony wouldn't have ran out of food so soon had Thor not taken the food. Oh, did Thor take the food? What what, what robot thing? What is he in? I'm I'm confused. In in Infinity War yeah. Part One. Yeah, Thor takes the food and but that's the Guardian, right? Guardian ship to go on his adventure. Remember, he takes the food <gasps> oh. and Chris Pratt's like, "Hey, that's our food." Oh, like, wow, look at that. That's you know, good. Could have eaten that food had he not taken it. Wow, let's, let's see. I like continuity. Who would have yeah, guessed? No, that's, that, that's why there's no food on the ship. Um, I, In that same respect, though, I saw the teaser for Game of Thrones Season 8. It's a teaser. You don't get much of anything out of that, but I'm super excited for that. Did you see the new Obsidian trailer from the Game Awards? Oh, we didn't even talk about the Game Awards. Uh, there wasn't too no, much. But I, I, I figure we should definitely mention that uh May bonus show. Cameron Dayton's got a new job. Yo! 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 Yo, last night I read that. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. I went to his LinkedIn. I'm like, no fucking way. Yeah, so that he's joined doesn't... the dark side. He's left Activision and, and Sledgehammer for EA. Oh no, he did go to EA? Yeah. Oh shit! I forgot what company it was already. Who who's he working for now? Uh, Bioware. Oh, but Bioware, who, what do they, oh, they make Mass Effect. That's right. Mm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so he is, he is now the narrative director at Bioware. Um. You've never sound so good in your life, John. I think, I think their new game is called Anthem. Oh, I know. Yeah, that's, that's a big deal. They've been, I, They've been all about yeah. Anthem for quite a while. This got this got announced like three days ago that he's now the narrative director at Bioware. So mm -hmm. good on Cameron Dayton. I can't believe that. Like, yeah, good for him. Congrats on your new job. But World Congrats. War Two dead. <laughs> Goodbye, World yeah, War Two that, zombies. That's a, that's a bad sign for the rest of the World War Two zombie storyline. Goodbye. And, but also, uh, did they did did it really feel like it was going any further? Uh, he had plans for it. He definitely I mean, I know he might have had plans for it, but... Yeah. 
like I don't think they left it off on a major cliffhanger like Treyarch would. Yeah, and IW uh, Lee Ross is still working for them, right? I heard weird stuff about him recently too. What'd you hear about Lee Ross? I heard he wasn't working there anymore, and that's not true. I checked his LinkedIn; he's still working, but I think he got a new job inside Infinity Ward. So I think we I still should be getting uh, Infinity Ward two zombies. Hopefully. Yeah. I don't want to see it. I know people don't like it, but I don't want to see it. Canceled. Dragon Age was another thing they worked on, too. Mm. All the Sledgehammer leads left the company. Yeah, I don't blame him. But Cameron Dayton never stays long at any company. If you if you look at his LinkedIn, he never stays more for two to three years at a single company. So I, I that's just his – it seems to be his MO in the game development community, and I don't blame him. Uh, okay, keep going. Uh, anything else? Oh, um – characters leaked oh uh, oh yeah characters. we didn't even get in and the map description oh i guess we did talk about that last week didn't we a little bit mansion link the poster leaked the high-res version of the poster leaked the, oh i didn't see the poster yeah i've been trying to ignore it except it keeps coming up and then freaking lex put it in his video i can't believe how hard it is to to not see stuff that hasn't been publicly released period it's so much like all the characters all well i guess the if you're trying to just ignore the the promotional material of it i guess uh, it's already out there super frustrating i i'm curious about the actors i don't i i i i don't know if it was just a reaction gif or if, if it was legitimately i thought i saw it really quick so it, it's not i hope it's not a spoiler but i thought one of the actors it looked like steve buscemi if steve buscemi is a fucking character in zombies i swear to god i have no idea what to think about this mode anymore do you, do you quit at that point? I don't think I quit. I just think I don't care to respect the game mode anymore. I just think it's... Oh, I, it's, oh, I see I see the image now. Um, is Steve... They look, they, I, Steve so I, I, what? Is Steve Buscemi there? Please tell me something. No, right? No. I'm not sure. Um, should we spoil Should we spoil things? I... Fuck, give me it. Well, fuck Treyarch. You know, they, they're, they send it in the chat. Send me the links. Why not? Let me look at this. I'll react here because this, uh, this is the only opportunity I'll get to react to it. The map is called Night of the Dead. Okay. England, 1912. Night of the Associates Dead. of the relic hunter, Alistair Rhodes, including a pseudo-seer, a show cowboy, a retired general, and his loyal butler, Ooh, butler. are invited to participate in a grand ball, but no one suspects the horror that awaits them. Do you have, do you have a like link Scar to the uh, yeah. poster? Yeah, send me that too. It sounds like Scarlet's just not in the map. Is Scarlet not in the map? I, I, I didn't think she would be. Oh, well, I actually, no, I did. I did. I did think she would be because she mentions the mansion. So she might be in the intro exit ending cutscene. Is that Tyrion? Tywin Lannister? Get the get out of here. Some of the characters look rough. And is that. It looks or like. The character models. The other one looks like the guy that plays uh, the bad guy in Jurassic World, the first one, who also plays uh, Kingpin in the Daredevil series. I think that might be him as well. Mm -hmm. A fortune teller, a general. I feel like we're playing Clue. A little bit, this, yeah. This looks fun, but completely disconnected from everything else they were supposed to be doing. Like, it's what's the point of the storyline? What is the it's point? I thought Scarlet was going to be in it, and that would be, like, the link between them. Because I guess Scarlet talks about the mansion, but I guess not. I can't believe they got Tywin Lannister. All right, everyone, if you don't want to see this, this is your chance to click away. Uh, I'm, it's up on screen right now. The 
the thumbnail for the mansion. We have another Night of the Dead. The Nocturne Totem is Night of the Dead, by the oh, way. Oh, you're right. I didn't even notice Morons, that. Morons, yeah. Theater of the Dead. I'm just... They really love their of the dead, blood of the dead, mob of, of the, the dead, dead. Night of the dead. They literally have two maps called Night of the, dead. of the Dead. I'm just waiting for Nuketown of the of Dead. Of the Dead. <laughs> Titanic of the Dead. Yeah, you dare, you dare Roman criticize Coliseum World War II zombies as having bad titles. Yeah. You dare. <laughs> they all yeah. are shit. I, I mean, I think, uh, actually, let's go to IW. What were those? Zombies in Spaceland, no, that's pretty bad. Uh, nah, but that was more campy. Yeah, yeah. R- Attack of the Radioactive Thing. But that, that fit the theme, though, the, the gimmick, even though the map was horrendous. Yeah, no, I, I, Raven the Redwood. I don't yeah. actually, I really like the IW zombies. I like Raven the Redwood. I, I always like that I title. Raven the Redwood from sounds cool, but they're also very stylized. Like, yeah. Attack of the Radioactive Get Thing out is, of here. is very intentional. You know, Lee Ross, the secret genius. Get like out that, of here. But, not that it's genius, yeah, but you could, you. you could tell it's clearly inspired by like 50s monster movies, which yeah. is exactly what that map is all about. That's what he was going for. Yeah. Like you like there, there's clear deliberate thought in that. Oh, total dork. Maybe you never said Treyarchs were great, but my God, where were you during the World War Two season? Because sweet Jesus, did people rake them over the coals. All the major YouTubers, too, were just yeah. laughing about uh, Frozen Dawn, The Final Reich, The Darkest Shore. I mean, Quinn, Lex, Milo, Nixaru. Oh, I, I gave him shit You, John, it. yeah, you did, too. Everyone just shat all over that. But I, Treyarch, your your armor, you're not, you're looking. The nostalgia glasses are coming off when you have Night of the Dead and Knocked Down Tolton, which is I thought that's supposed to be Night of the Dead, unless I'm stupid. Uh, was that not called Night of the Dead? Is it Night of the Undead? Is that? Oh, I bet that's what it is. Knocked Down Tolton. Yeah, undead. it's probably Night of the Undead. Oh, Reed, how dare you? Uh, Whiskey Foxtrot. Yes, favorite Minecraft enchantment. I never got that far in Minecraft to ever enchant anything. Uh, I just saw that and I thought that was funny. <laughs> that is uh, funny. Uh, Keith, yeah, a lot of stuff we've already like, covered in the show, so I'm just kind of ignoring it. Okay, um, let me. Uh, not, unknown. not that you guys would have known would cover it in the show because you guys sure. posted this before the show. Uh, just... Unknown donates here, and he says. It's actually an improper French translation. It's actually Day of the Night. Oh, thank God. Oh, thank God. Day of the Night is the title of the map. Dead of the Night. Oh, Dead of the Night. Oh, that's better. That's way better. That's a great title. Dead of the Night. Oh, so it's, it's in French, even though the map is set in England? No, no, no. The, the leak came from Fran- France. That's why you're seeing it. Uh. Um, but that's that's way better. Dead of the Night is very clever. Good for them. Very good for them. Look at that. But still shitting on other Treyarch titles. Uh, the characters are Royal Big Dude is Brian Blessed. Gypsy Girl is Lucy Lawless. Cowboy is Keither Sutherland. And Butler Man is Charles Dancer. I recognize Tywin Lannister. And I think the detective, Cowboy, Cowboy? I, I think I recognize Sutherland as well. Yeah, I, I'm almost certain that's the Kingpin guy. I don't recognize Lucy Lawless or Brian Blessed. I, I know who Lucy Lawless, and this is just pure coincidence. What is she? Um, I I know her as uh as oh god, what was the character's name? Uh, Ron Swanson's wife. Oh, and the Parks and Rec. No, she's yeah. 
Oh, not yeah, not no, no, the Tammy. good one. Yeah, the good one. Oh my god! Because I'm rewatching, I, I'm rewatching Parks and Rec, and I'm like, who is this actress? So I looked her up, and it was Lucy Lawless. And then I'm like, and, and then as soon as you read, as soon as you said Lucy Lawless, I'm like, wait a minute, I know that name. She's like, not. oh yeah, I literally just googled that last night. Why there's she's not Zenya Warrior Princess. That that's not her, is it? I don't know. It. I just know her as uh, Ron Swanson's good wife. Is that really her? Hercules and Z- no way, because that that's like a big nerd comic sci-fi fantasy thing. You're getting her. Look at that. That's like an icon of sci-fi, like uh, fantasy rather. Fantasy if Xena, yeah. Is she? I didn't know that. I didn't know that. I only know her as uh, as uh, what what was her name? This is gonna be fun. This match. What was her fun. name in Parks and Rec? I God can't damn. think of it now. Uh, I I couldn't tell you it, but I'm I'm shocked. That's why I mean she looks completely. She had long dark brown hair. Obviously, she probably grew it out differently when she was young and dyed it differently because she's short blonde hair in Parks and Rec. Get out of here! Mm-hmm. Wow, this is a this is a great cast. I don't even want to know anything about the Ether storyline. Let's just forget those even exist anymore. Let's not even. No more chaos, no more Ether. Let's start over with this crew. This looks like a fun, crazy crew. I'll allow it. Wow. (laughs) What was the other one? I got to just a little longer. Just give me me a few more minutes. I want to make sure I got Keith. Keith Did he type it right? Keith Sutherland? Did I say it right? Oh, maybe not. No, see, I think I did confuse him. What what does he play? I, I confused him with somebody else. What's his most notable roles? 24, no. Mirrors. Keeper Sutherland? Yeah. So he's like typical, I guess, 24. He was in Zoolander, Metal Gear Solid, Phantom Pain as a voice. Mm. Okay, I don't really recognize his work. Darn, I was hoping it was, it was Kingpin. Damn, I wanted Kingpin. I've seen him around, uh, he, though. He, Call of Duty World at War, so he's returning to the Call of Duty series. Oh, f- I think he's Roebuck. Yes. Oh, no. We're going to get Roebuck and zombies. I We're going to get a Roebuck radio. Shit, mm-hmm. I thought I recognized him. Oh, nuts. Oh, nuts. Uh, I definitely recognize... I got. It's got to be Tywin Lannister. Charles Dancer. That's uh, got to be Tywin. Yeah, it's Tywin. Dope. That's going to be really darn fun. And last one, Brian Blessed. Brian Blessed. Uh, what does he play? He's the general, I guess, right? Brian nice. Blunt. What is he? He's a Peppa Pig. I don't know what that is. Uh, this might be a different Brian Bless. Uh, oh, There's two be. Brian Blessed. Oh, Jesus. Let's do acting. Actor. I'm an actor. IMDb. Let's see. Uh, Known for Flash uh, Gordon? He's boss, not. No. Oh, no. No. I. No. I just saw Lex, like, jump out of my screen now. Oh, no. Prequel memes. Oh. More importantly, he has. More importantly, he has played Grampy Rabbit. Peppa Pig from 2004 to 2016. I have no idea what that is. You don't know what Peppa Pig is? No. He was Friar Tuck and Robin Hood the Rebellion. Come on, Reed. I don't know what. I can't know all of your obscure references. I'm sheltered, John. What do you want from me? 
Peppa Pig is like the best kid show on television right now. Oh, you ever oh, seen? Oh, your little girl. Your no. Nope, you ever seen? You ever sister. seen the video where uh, where Peppa Pig uh, is upset because she doesn't know how to whistle, so no. she calls her friend Susie what? Sheep asking if she can whistle, oh, and my. Susie Sheep says, "No, I don't know how to whistle." So then Peppa Pig tells her how to whistle, and then she does it immediately. And then Peppa Pig immediately hangs up on her. <laughs> great. That's this great. is like a meme online. Uh, wow. All right. Well, this cast is fantastic. And this really has me really excited. And it's called Dead of Night. That's fun. Dude, this is the gimmicky stuff I'm talking about. Why this is this is IW meets, meets Treyarch? Yeah. Do you think there's going to be enough to really sway opinions, though, about the game? I don't think so, but they can try. It's got to be a departure, though. It's got to be so damn different from the other maps that people would latch on to this, and it's got to feel like a different game. Mm-hmm. Damn. Damn. This is going to be something. I'm excited for that. Not overtly excited, though, because we're going to still have the same fucking problems. We're going to still have the perk mechanics and all the same customization problems inside here and... Oh, well, at least in theory, this could be a cool idea as well. Okay. Um, Ironside. This episode is sponsored by Ironside. Go check out the link in the description if you want to go buy an Ironside computer, if you're in the market for a new computer. Ironside, it'll take care of you. If you have a shitty computer, it can't play uh, Black Ops 4 because, you know, Black Ops 4 is pretty strenuous on your PC. If you want to be like the doctor and try and get those amazing sniper shots. Well, what you could do that if you head over to ironside.com. You could use code rad in the description to get 5% off your order and then maybe just maybe John will get a computer and then we can play blackout together or maybe our god darn one-on-one we're supposed to do and finally figure out our live stream problem like our 12-hour transit live stream. That'd be great for bonding. That would be that would be. Maybe we should do more of those. So we got we got to get John a computer. That, that's all we figured out. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. I think that's going to be uh, this week's episode of uh, Zombros. Anything else you want to add? Besides, poster sale at RedRedRing.com. Guys, go check that out. There's only a few more days you can get that before uh, those are over, and they should all be in time for Christmas unless you're international. Then good luck. Mm-hmm. That's about it, I think, for me. All right. Fantastic. Uh yeah, anything else I'll, I'll talk about on next week's show or on uh, the bonus episodes. Thank you all so much for supporting us on the Patreon. Without you guys, we wouldn't be able to do the things we do, especially as uh, Treyarch Tanks, <laughs> the, the zombie series. We uh, we aren't going to be going anywhere, which is the good news. Uh, the podcast will always be consistent no matter what we do in our careers. As long as you guys keep showing up for this, we'll keep doing podcasts on uh, gaming industry stuff and things that are interesting. So uh, I will see you in the next one. Bye now. Thank you for tuning into this episode of Zombros. Make sure to download the podcast on iTunes and support the show on Patreon if you haven't already. If you have the time, be sure to rate the show because it helps keep the podcast going. Links will be in the description. We'll see you in the next episode.